All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. I am Larry Monkey, and with me tonight, as always, is Mr. Rod DFF, Justin Rogers. What's up, my man? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. I, look, I kind of feel like I've betrayed my true love. I have a, a Budweiser bottle opener here, a Budweiser bar key, but I'm using it to open Angry Orchard again. Ooh, another weekend, another week of the Angry Orchard. Yeah. I keep drinking these sugary ass beer. I don't, I can't call them a beer, these sugary ass ciders. Right. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna well, have to stop. The ciders, man. Aren't they usually you know ciders coming like the next month? I mean, at post Labor Day, I guess ciders are allowed after Labor Day, right? Ciders are allowed all, all year round for me. Okay, love them, I love them. Gotcha. Yeah, my wife likes the cider. We we have um we've gone through them. Yeah, but she's like uh she likes to pour it on ice and she'll get it once in a while. Well, yeah, not now, but uh in a while. Right, right. In a few more months. <laughs> Perhaps, yeah. yes. Writers, <laughs> we'll see, man. What do you want to talk about tonight? We got lots to go. We got the, the season kicking off. Should oh, we have less know. than twenty-four hours tomorrow at this time? We'll be in the middle yeah. of week one of fantasy football. Yeah, we rocking and rolling, man. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Let's Cowboys and Buccaneers. We've had such a good time without the season. Now the season's here. It's just gonna make the. It's gonna make things even better. Your After redraft, all these rebuilds, I'm ready for some point scoring. You're you're done with everything right now. Redrafts are over. Yeah, I'm done where, with all my drafts. Where do you? Uh, how do you? How do you feel about how they went? Did, uh, they, did they go according to plan? Did you? One of the mess up anywhere? You know, my, my two main redraft leagues, besides the Scott Fishbowl, I only do two others now, and they're they're just. Uh, home leagues with my Buffalo Wild Wings regulars and friends and all. My first draft, I felt really good about. CMC, Kyler Murray, Justin Jefferson, Darren Waller, uh, Gus Edwards, and and uh, Henderson, yeah. Higgins. You ate that I mean, it, it, it fell together well. I got some high upside running backs, Sermon. And, uh, one anyway, QB? So, one QB? I, yeah, it's one QB. They're, so they wait, are, how long did you wait on QB? I think I went on the four or five turn. Okay. Generally, I wait much later. I took Kyler Murray. We'll get a little uh, teaser, but I'm pretty high on him. We'll get to him in a little bit. Pretty high on Kyler Murray. Uh, I've been a Kyler Murray truther since basically when he entered the the league. So the other one, I was later in the draft, and I just don't know. It's a this one's a standard league, which you know nobody, none of us play standard anymore. And by standard, I mean no PPR, nothing. Yeah, nope. We don't even do decimal scoring. We do. Whole point scoring. My final league, my wife's college buddies league. Yeah. And it's it's just an old school. It's terrible. I hate it. I love the league because every Thursday and Friday when I go to work, all the people I play with are, you know, seven or eight of them. Sure. Of them. They're all there playing Golden Tea and getting drunk, and I get to talk shit. Right. So right, right. it's fun. You know, like it's – Crushing them, yeah. Right, right, right. And every one of them will come up, man, I don't know, or, or – Oh, you see so and so, or you know that kind of thing. I know, so but fun. you're just like, oh yeah, man, fifty three to forty five. Yeah, I edged you out this week. <laughs> no, nah, it's a little better than that. You know, <laughs> hundred points. You look for a hundred points. No, you get a hundred points. Okay, great. So and I got Jonathan Taylor, James Robinson, Tyreek, and Justin Herbert. And then it kind of just, I mean, I got Miles Sanders who I'm high on, but in a standard league, it's not as great. Josh Jacobs. You- I feel like I got a deep team, but I don't have the studs that I wish I did. Where'd you take Herbert? Seventh or eighth round. That is of interest to me because in this standard league, 
with a bunch of just like you know regular guys that probably their only fantasy league that they're in maybe they're in one other one uh like 11 other guys in here that i don't even i only know like two of them but uh, anyway so yeah. I'm, i got in this league i won it the first year i was in it and i hated it because it's standard it's lame there's no there's no bells and whistles there's no sizzle you know it's just lame mm-hmm. it's just blah you know t- no tight end premium one quarterback uh kicker and a defense which blows you know, and I, it just reaffirms that defense is blow because right. one league, one league that I, my, my home league, that one you helped out in, it's just like the kickers are just like, I mean, the defenses are just like fucking, you wait till the last round. It's just dumb. Like I, I just, I picked up two defenses. I picked up a defense for this week and week two. Right. Because I don't want to get, because, uh, you know, I picked up the Browns because they're playing. Yeah, in that league, I think I grabbed him a defense he can use for the first three weeks. I think I got him the Broncos D. I can't remember. Right. But it's like, okay. And then after that, who knows? To me, unless it's a 16 team or bigger league right. and there's defenses, I just don't care. Like, I'll, I'll wait and wait and wait and then just grab whoever off the waiver wire and play the, play the matchups. It's funny because my neighbor, I was, my neighbor came by on Saturday night and he's telling me how he, and he does not, he's just like a, you know, a cash. A casual. Yeah. Yeah. So he has the fifth pick in his draft that's occurring like tonight or, last night or tonight or whatever and i was like i started talking him into taking travis kelsey and i don't know why i just like got on that horse that soapbox i don't know but he was like <laughs> sure and i was just like yeah you got to take kelsey man because and i went into the whole spiel with the you know wide receiver numbers and this and that and you know you can set and forget it and i've never been a travis kelsey guy i don't even have him anywhere really i couldn't do it like i'd rather take Waller in the second or Waller in the third in a lot of places. Okay, so that's that's Saturday. Oh, I take yeah. I'm in this draft Sunday, and yep. it's a Yahoo. It's my only Yahoo league, and I only stayed in this league because of we had Liz Loza on. That's the only reason I stayed in this league this year. I was going to to- I wanted no part of this league, <laughs> but I felt, felt bad. Obligated. Yeah. I felt obligated because we had Liz on. It was such a great, uh, great show that I wanted to like. I mean, I'm did you see by the way? Did- did you see the little segment she's doing every week with Austin Eckler? Yes, I did. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, he's giving away yeah, jerseys every, every, that every time I, I see that floating around on Twitter. Yeah. Um. So uh. So it's one of these leagues. It's one of these the standard, and you don't know the draft order until thirty minutes before the draft. You know. Sure. So, so I end up with the one six. So now I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't want to go tight end. It's one six. <laughs> you know, <I'm> like down <laughs> the tally. It's a art. This is a running back heavy league. It's always yeah. been. I mean, it's all standard leagues are. It's just, you know, you got to get your running backs. Absolutely. Five of my yeah. first seven picks were running backs in that standard league. Right, 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 right. So I'm like, you know what? I'm like, fuck it, man. I'm going to stand by my fucking bullshit last night. And I took Kelsey. One six, which was a big mistake. Because... How did you feel about that in like the third or fourth round? <sighs> well, yeah. Yeah, we'll see how it could... Well, what do I... no, this is what disappointed me. Because I took Kelsey at six. Yes. And Darren Waller, Waller didn't go till the third round. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there was no no one gave a shit about tight ends in this league. You have, you have to understand who you're drafting with. You know, you before you take any other strategy into account, you have to know who you're drafting with. Too there. much value in the third, fourth round with Waller, Kittle, Hawk, Pitts, yeah. etc. There's too much yeah. value to be reaching in the first round because there's such a big drop off at running back after round four or five. It just it turns into a wasteland, right? I mean, so yeah, and of course I hammered running back after that. I mean, I've Kelsey right. with my first pick. Then I went David Montgomery, James Robinson, and 
uh, DeAndre Swift. And then, yeah. then I, you know, then I went DJ Moore. And then in the sixth round, I was like, you know what? Fuck this, you know. Uh, Kareem Hunt was out there. Just like just there was some just some blah out there. And I'm like, you know what? Justin Herbert's sitting out there. And I'm like, fuck it. Sure. I'll take Justin Herbert. Fuck it. You know what? So one QB and I wanted to hold out and just, you know, draft studs and stuff. And you know, Brady was out there still. And I don't know. But still it was like Tyler Boyd and You know what I started to do as I was approaching my pick, and I got him in the eighth, but it, you know, same same thing though. I was looking at okay, if I don't get him here, what's available after this and mm-hmm. what's the point gap? There wasn't you know, am I going to be, you know, and if Herbert is scoring 22 in this league, 22, 23 points a game, the next guy that I'd be looking at is scoring 19. I need that three or four point positional advantage. If I can gain a three or point or four point positional advantage in the eighth round or in the sixth round for you, that's worth it. You know, whereas, you know, once you go to Tannehill and you start going to even further, Jalen Hurts and Matt Ryan, et cetera, you start to look at guys that, or just almost replacement level, you know, Tannehill is considered the next guy or the last guy, but Herbert was still significantly better than he was last year on a per game basis. So yeah. uh, I think there's value to a running back or to a quarterback in a one QB league. If you find the end of that first tier yeah. and snag before you, before someone else finishes that tier. And, yeah. And like yeah. you said, I didn't see anybody worth, that pick, I mean, Cortland Sutton, Brandon Ayuk yeah. was out. You know, they, these guys, Chase Claypool, those type of guys yeah, were out there. Yeah, OBJ, yeah. like there wasn't really any meaty guys out there still. You know, yeah. And again, it's a standard league. So there isn't anybody that's going to wow you. Uh, so Outside yeah. of a handful of elite wide receivers, they're all the same. Yeah. All these, like you know, all these seven, eight, it's, it's ten. It's the first tier of wide receiver, and then it's everybody else. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I went Justin Herbert there. So, you know, the, the Kelsey, I mean, who knows? Kelsey could have came back to me. Who knows? You know, right. in, in this league, the way they, that they kind of didn't give a shit about tight ends. I mean, uh, Kittle went in the third round as well. So Waller and Kittle went in, in the third round. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, man. Redrafts. You know, anybody have a lot of or. A little of, or some guys you wished you had. Anybody get, uh, on your radar that you missed out on? Well, I, I ended up with a lot of Mike Gusecki, ah, know, and yeah. another teaser. I, I'm high on him. I ended up with Tevin Coleman in both of those leagues. I think take a shot at something if I need an emergency start in the first yeah. six weeks or whatever. Maybe maybe he pays off and I can get seven, eight, ten points out of him. Whatever. I felt so, bad. I felt bad. I had to drop him today in the fantasy timeline OG league. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but um, I had, you know, you have to get down the roster requirements. I don't know if you saw the message, but Bill said that waivers won't run before then. So DM DM him uh, some bids. I'll be bidding on him. So I can tell you that. What does that mean? He's going to open bidding for those three players you dropped because they won't they won't clear waivers before games tomorrow. So he's going to do a manual waiver run. What? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'll be bidding on Tevin Coleman. I appreciate you dropping him. So, well, I mean, who else? Who else on my team would I have dropped? No, I did, I haven't looked. I haven't looked, but uh, yeah. and I understand. I mean, Kadarius Tony is probably like yeah. the one guy. That you could... see, there's no way I would drop Kadarius Tony. Yeah. You know, uh, no, Tony I mean, Coleman, is there I somebody you're going to drop anyway? Right. I think I'm a roster guy. I think I'm a, a player short, so I have the space anyway. Okay. You know? But so it's out me. of the three guys I dropped, who did I drop? I dropped just the three scrubs. I, dropped... I think you dropped Logan Woodside. Off the top of my head, was it Logan Ru- Woodside? Yep. Tevin Coleman and Samaje Piran. Is it those three? No, it wasn't. It was Lamichael Piran. Oh, Lamichael Piran. Oh, yeah. Well, right. you know, whatever. It's a Piran. It doesn't matter. 
Yes. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah. And Tevin Coleman was like, eh, you know what? The, he, the, well, judging by your team, you're not trying to compete this year. So the Jets <laughs> running back situation is oh, it's just a, it's just a, a mishmash right now. It's got to shake it's, out and Coleman might get a initial crack, perhaps, but he's not anything. You know, he's Larry, just gonna get hurt. the appropriate the appropriate descriptor is dumpster fire. Thank you. The Jets will be a dumpster fire this year, folks. They'll be a fun dumpster fire. They're not going to be. It won't be dragging through over the coals type of dumpster fire. This no, I think we'll get some like twenty-eight and thirty-one point shootout games. Right, they should be fun to watch. Right. The offensive line is not going to be good, even though they they added a lot of pieces. They haven't played together at all the entire preseason. Elijah Vera Tucker has been injured the entire preseason. Um, Becton hasn't has had a concussion. He hasn't played much this preseason. So yeah, man, the, the offense wants to be playing hopefully healthy for the first time. But yeah. um, you know, and again, oh, this is a whole brand new team, brand new coaching staff. So who knows what's going to happen with them? So yeah, they should be in some shootouts. But I know that they're going to get their asses handed to them. They'll be lucky to win five games, honestly. Yeah, they, I agree. With take you. the under, and that's all right. You know, they they got a young team, so maybe they can get. Oh yeah, you just want to see the QB not get hurt, and you just want to see him progress and he wants to be, be better than sam Darnold, right well yeah well well <laughs> sam's gonna light him up i hope that i hope that the panthers light up the jets week one that's i think I that's feel. probably likely i think the yeah. panthers defense could be a little underrated and you could right. see that offense roll but i don't know that it's going to be on sam Darnold. i think you're going to see a lot of cmc a lot of yeah 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 they'll, but, they'll lean on sam when they have to yep but I'm I mean, cool I'm that. looking like 35 points out of CMC the first week. And once he realizes, yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, CMC is a 30-point-a-week guy it. anyway. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Let him make plays when he has to. Once Darnold realizes that he does not have to run the team himself, which he's had to do. He's, only been, he's been the only guy all by himself. Now he's just, he just can dish it off to half a dozen guys. Yeah. Great. All right, so who did you end up with a lot of? Did you end up with any particular player over and over again? I had uh, I have some Gibson. I have some Antonio Gibson in a number of spots, and Sorry. I have a lot of Justin Herbert, which is interesting. Getting back to why I drafted uh, me drafting Herbert, and it kind of kind of bugged me because Kirk Cousins is sitting out on waivers right now. Oh, on waivers? Yeah, in this wow. one in this in this standard one quarterback redraft league I just did. Wow, there's a perennial QB one sitting on waivers so i didn't have to draft a quarterback at all and, and maybe i could have just had picked up a sutton or whatever you know hmm. and, and i picked up justin fields in, during the draft as well so i probably didn't have to pick him up either so i don't know just weird stuff <laughs> was there anybody that that you don't have that you wish you did on, on your teams maybe it may be including dynasty is there um, somebody out there that you just yeah. There's, you don't yeah. have and, and this applies to dynasty and redraft because i don't have him anywhere either uh-huh. Is Justin Jefferson? I don't got any Justin Jefferson. Really? No, oh, I got no Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. I got no Diggs. Now I was not a Diggs guy when he was in Minnesota. Yeah, I was anti Diggs when he went to Buffalo. I was like, ah, oh, Diggs. Diggs in Buffalo. Buffalo sucks. Receivers suck in Buffalo. You know. And yeah, right, right, right. So I have I no Diggs. I have no. I only have one Stephon Diggs, and I believe I traded the one guy that I wish I had. I'm pulling this back up. And let me, since we're talking about Justin Jefferson, I'm trying to acquire him right now. And I'm well, you know, we, instead of doing a trade segment, why don't I just segue into this trade right, right, real Let's quick? Let's hear it. Yeah. This is in the Pigs League. I have 30 guys on my roster. I have to get down to 25. 
Oh, okay. So I need to chop five guys. So my team is I have a I have a, like a, a a number of solid guys. I proposed a trade for AJ Brown. The the counter was Javante, Juju, and Tommy Brown. Okay, so I don't care about Tommy Brown. So it's it's who Juju again? And Juju and Javante. It's a one one running Javante back. Javante Williams and Juju. Yeah. Start ten tight end premium super flex one running teams? backs. One fourteen team two copy. See, okay, so here's the thing. It starts. It's you said start ten. That's the equivalent of a start twelve in a twelve team league. Almost. There's 140 starters. So that's where it gets kind of. Man, I don't know. I don't think I could give up two starters and a potential third in Diami for AJ Brown or Justin Jefferson, like you were talking about, maybe doing the same package, I guess. Right. Now I posed this in the, the Dynasty Trades HQ chat and Scott Connor chimed in. He would have taken he's taking I mean this trade's sitting out here right now. I'm staring at it. Yeah. Uh he's on the AJ Brown side. He really? was like in a one running back, he's like, it's it's they're worthless. You just I could just you know scrum for guys and you know, just stream running back. I can't get behind that because when you start to try to scrum for guys, right. it's ugly in a 14 yeah. team start. Shane team. was on the package side. <sighs> You know, it's it's tough. I mean, I have DK Metcalf and I have Chase Claypool. I have I got a nice mix of um, you know, this is a league I traded for Corey Davis, uh Juju, Pittman, Peoples Jones, Brian Edwards, Corey Davis, young team, Nico Collins, Claypool, Tommy Brown. Yeah. But yeah, so it's a young team. And he's like, get that stud, you know, that's his attitude. I mean, I clearly Javante Williams doesn't have a resume, so you can't necessarily count him as a stud. You know. Yeah, I, I still think that in the long run, that Javante Williams is going to be a nice player. Yeah. You know, like here we are talking about a top of the second round running back, and you know, there's been a lot of a lack of confidence is what, I, what I'll say about about Javante Williams. Now, yeah. any other year, if you draft if a if a early second round running back was taken, there wouldn't be any questions. You know, Nick Chubb was in an early second rounder. Jonathan Taylor and De- uh, DeAndre Swift were early second rounders. Like, if these guys, there was no there was no question about them. You know, they're going to be great, you know. So I don't understand why, the, why we have such huge questions about Javante Williams. He's got the draft capital. Melvin Gordon is out after this year. I think he's going to end up taking uh, maybe a 1A – uh, role in this uh, in this Denver offense by the time you know by right. midseason, where yeah. they're still splitting, but he's getting 12, 14 carries and a couple catches. You know that's yeah. I could see, I can see Denver once they realize they're not making the playoffs, move in Melvin Gordon, and that play. would be interesting. Let the young guy take over. But anyway, so I get this counter, and I'm like, okay, uh-huh. let me let me see if I can get more than AJ Brown for this. Because I'm sure. like, I'm like, it's kind of tight. So I'm like, you know what? Give me, let me shoot for the stars. Let me, let me shoot one for Justin Jefferson. So I send it uh, to at FF Dynasty Dan, and he responds. Oh no, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. Send it to him, and he responds. Jefferson is one of those guys that I way overvalue. I don't like Javante, which doesn't help, but still not very close on the value for me. Wow. For, for the top wide receiver in, in Dynasty football. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but still, it's Javante Williams and 
Juju. And and Tommy Brown is going to get some run with Curtis Samuel being injured again. He's going to be the third guy. Yeah. No, he's going to be on the field. So, no, I mean, I, I like Tommy Brown okay. So um, that made me reconsider my offer for – but, no, but, but yeah, to get your hands on Justin Jefferson. So, yeah, so I, that's out to um, Izzy Alcafez, trades, mm-hmm. uh, the dynasty trade calculator guy. And he never responds to trades. So I expect that one to just expire. I am feeling really regretful about this trade I made now that I'm looking back at this. I was looking for the Calvin Ridley thing. I traded Cam Akers and a second. I mean, I traded Josh Jacobs in a, in a 22 first for Cam Akers in a 22 second. <sighs> that hurts so bad. Sometimes so that bad. happens, man. Yeah, you can't, you I figured it would be my, my late first and, and their early second. So it just wouldn't be gotta, that much of a transition. Just gotta focus, man. Gotta keep 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 moving forward. Mm-mm. It's not. A, I still don't have a bad team. I, I I made a trade in that uh, that we'll talk about in a few minutes. All right. Um, so, what about the uh, Scott Fishball man? Waivers run. Waiver, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Waivers ran today. I don't yeah. know if you were aware of that. I hope you were. I did. There, I there were some guys. There were some guys out there. How'd you do, man? Did you score anybody? I, I was aware, and I didn't. Get any? I mean, I guess I got a couple big-ish names. I got Tyson Williams. Oh, so you know, I feel good about that. You know, and I got him for eleven bucks. Dirt cheap. Really? Yeah. I I didn't wow. want to blow my wad or this early in the in the, the thing. So I don't know what some of these guys went for. I haven't looked at the the waiver transactions yet. But I had bids on a bunch of people. But I never. I don't think. I think my highest one was like sixteen bucks. So I wasn't Ooh. trying to really go high. Yeah, I, I wanted to see. I'm a. I got to go at it right from the gate, right from the get go. Well, first of all, yeah. I had Cam Akers, so I also had yeah. Daryl Henderson, which is cool. I dropped 21 bucks on Tony Jones. Nice. 15 I, on Jarrett Patterson. Let's see. Yeah, I got Jarrett Patterson for six bucks. Yeah. Uh, 15 bucks for Jawan Johnson in a potential yeah, yeah. two point. You know, I had a bid in for Jawan Johnson. I don't remember how. I don't know how it went, but. I didn't yeah. get them. Obviously. So it's a good thing I bid this amount because the other ads, uh, Cal Marcus Callaway went for forty-one bucks. Wow. Yeah, I put I in a twenty-one. That, I, do- I put in a twenty-one dollar bid for him. Yeah, I did not. I put in a bid for him, but it was not. It was not very high. Um, yes. Just because I, I'm not super confident that he's anything more than a wide receiver two. At well, the you know, very well, best, you know what he had. A, he, he looked the part. This pre, he looked the part this preseason. So yeah, but he's only there's six. It's a six week little, yep. you know, Cinderella window, yeah. and then the clock's going to strike midnight. I have a trade for him. I have a. I'm, I have a trade in my uh, my home dynasty league where I'm, I, I offered. Uh, I'm offering Callaway for uh, Corey Davis. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> so this this one, Sony Michelle goes for thirty one dollars. How about that one? Wow. And and Tyson Williams, who twenty one dollars was like my sure. my ceiling for. I got Tony Jones, but I put I won him for twenty one. Uh, Callaway, I put twenty one forty one dollars. Won that one. I put in twenty one for Tyson Williams. Twenty three. Twenty three one. Earl English, you punk, outbid me for Tyson yeah. Williams by two dollars. That blows. Yeah, so. my my division was a little bit more conservative, considering that I got. Yeah. Tyson Williams and Jarrett Patterson for seventeen total. So Randall Cobb went for thirteen dollars. Randall Cobb. Oh gosh, man! Did people did are they in a time machine? They went back to like two thousand and sixteen. Yeah. I mean, I had put a bid in for Mark Ingram, but I deleted it, and it was for six dollars. He had he went for six bucks. Yeah. To Master Master June at Master June seventy. I see. Remember I'm looking here, and uh, Callaway went for forty three. So mindset. okay. 
So yeah, so that's the going rate, forty bucks. Yeah, forty percent of your your. Somebody fat. got Jawan Johnson for zero in yeah. another in another division. I'm looking at it. At, well, he got picked up off waivers in a couple of the free agents. Of you could go and just grab Jawan Johnson off waivers. He was sitting out there all over the place. Sure, I got him there. in a couple of leagues. Now the the thing about him is with Troutman being kind of not banged up and he was catching balls before Troutman was banged up. They were right, yeah, no, he, was, he was running more routes than Troutman was. Yeah. Troutman was in blocking more than, than Jawan Johnson. So that was interesting with Nick Vanette on IR. That means that they have Troutman and, and Jawan Johnson. Troutman's been banged up a little bit now. You know, I think there's opportunity early for a game or two. I, I can't start in week one. I just can't do it. But if I see something, maybe maybe we go that route. You know, maybe he catches Ooh, man. four. Winston, balls. Winston to yeah, that's good. Yeah, another guy. Got to go to somebody, and, and you know, if Marcus Callaway is the number one, that means they got to go somewhere because it's not like he's about to get 12, 14 targets a game. You right. Know, he, he ain't Michael Thomas. So these these RB twos kind of just came out of nowhere this preseason. You know, they're they're the hot names. We got oh man, you've got you talking about Tyson really Williams. Tony Jones, and then this guy, like Jarrett Patterson. Jarrett Patterson, yeah. He was catching balls left and right, man. What's So how do you rank these three guys? I mean, they, they, I mean, do you have them anywhere? Were you able to snag any, uh, any pieces? I think I've got a little bit of every one of them. But I ranked them in my personal, I think, Tony Jones, because I was listening to – it might have been HQ. It might have been the HQ pod I was listening to earlier. And I think one of the stats they gave was that – Murray Latavius Murray has had more than 175 touches in both seasons with New Orleans. That's a lot of touches for a guy that you're looking at the waiver wire, possibly. So if Tony Jones can get 150, 175 touches, that's a very, a very viable piece. So I got Tony Jones first, and I got Tyson Williams after him because Gus Edwards is not going to get all the carries, right? And maybe he gets some scoring opportunity. And then I've got Jarrett Patterson. Because unless J.D. McKissick goes somewhere, I don't know that Jared Patterson is going to be a week-to-week guy. I'm with you. Probably the same way. You know, It helps that I picked up Tony Jones in the right. HQ League. That helps. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. I also have Alvin Kamara. And I guess, do I start both of those guys? Well, with your roster, you do. We hey <laughs> Why don't you ask me who the RB2 in Atlanta is? Yeah, how about this? How about I ask you who the RB2 in Atlanta is? So, Mr. Run DFF, yes. who is the RB2 for the Atlanta Falcons? Mike Davis. Ah! <laughs> 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 I, you know, it's, it, Wayne Gallman is the RB2, <laughs> but I would not put it past him to have that job by week four or five. I just wouldn't because Wayne Mike Davis Gallman is the RB1? Yeah. I mean, it, look, when given the opportunity oh, behind Oh, you him, love Gallman. Dude, he plays for the Falcons. You have to get a Gallman jersey. You're probably right. I do need to get a Gallman jersey. I bet I can get do. one of those for a dime and a nickel. I'll give you my Chinese uh, connection. <laughs> yeah, hit me up. Hit it me cost up. you $23. $23. I need a Gallman jersey. You're right. Like yeah. I've been pimping Gallman all offseason. Then he ends up with my boys. And Okay, so what's funny is I tweeted when, when he was cut by the Niners, I tweeted the Atlanta Falcons social media. You know, they clearly don't have anything. And I said, do the right thing. I, I, something along the lines of oh. do the right thing. Grab Wayne Gallman. You advised the Atlanta Falcons. Well, I probably wasn't the only one. You're darned right I did. I cannot believe that you fucking were (laughs) 
a pivotal part. That's right. That. I think I think the front office saw it and they're like that that run DFF guy. He might be on to something. <laughs> hey, yeah. you know he's a Falcons fan, right? <laughs> Holy moly! I cannot. This is fantastic. It's breaking news. Run DFF. Yeah, so. so what do we make of Quadri Allison, man? Everyone was just. I mean, the deep league guy for the deep league guys. You know, everybody cool. had their hopes up because he was like RB two for a week. Yeah, that's much, about right? a week or two. Everyone's like, oh yeah, and and he. I don't know. So what, I know they signed. Okay, so they waived him, signed him back to the practice squad. But do you do you want any part of this guy? No, no. Look, he's just not good at football, which is the majority good. of Atlanta running backs over the last couple of years. <sighs> I mean, he's just not. Uh, you got Brian Hill that was back there. You got Quadriolison. I mean, he's when Edo Smith is your number two because those guys couldn't beat out Edo Smith. That's not. That's not great. That's not great. I'm. I. I can be honest with you. I mean. Given what the investment is, I am super excited for Wayne Gallman. Ooh. You know, behind behind that Giants terrible offensive line last year, he averaged like four point six yards a carry, and was legit. Like he was an RB two in those weeks that he started when Saquon was done was down. You know, I mean, I'll take that. I think he can be better than Mike Davis. Mike Davis is a volume, an inefficient volume sucker. That's it. Have you been trying to acquire Wayne Gallman anywhere? I mean, you probably have everywhere. I was right? going to say, I haven't had to acquire him. What are you talking about? He's been yeah. on all my teams. Like, I, have, I don't know what the roster share is on on this, but it's a lot. I got a lot of Wayne Gallman. Yeah. I have Gallman in 50% of leagues. I mean, shit, I, I don't know how much more I need of him. What is it going to take to get Gallman? Uh, right now, probably two-thirds. Probably two-thirds. I was going to say one second, but yeah, two-thirds sounds a little I don't better. know that I would. I wouldn't pay a second for him. Yeah. You know, but just yeah. and I like Gallman, but I, I'm just I I want to play. I want to pay less than what I think his market value will be in a few weeks, which is a second. You know, we're going maybe a third for Gallman still. Still the journeyman, just whatever signing, you might be able to sneak a third past somebody. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I could definitely see him starting. Mike Davis is just Mike Davis. Speaking of regression, Mike Davis, let's talk to the new season that's upon us right now. Okay. My question to you is, who is the biggest regression candidate in 2021? I actually have two answers for this. Awesome. I got Robert Tanyan. And we've oh, you hate Tanyan. Yeah. We've just discussed his efficiency <laughs> and how it's just unrepeatable. What I mean, were you saying? What were you thinking when I'm sorry to interrupt you because I always do, but you're good. You're good. Who uh what were you thinking when Dynasty Rich was was all about Robert Tanyan? I don't understand it. <laughs> like I don't care about uh, tight ends tied to efficient quarterbacks. Great, great, great. But they can't be all-time efficient tight ends for a season and expect me to like jump on board. But do you think he'll you know? he'll he'll progress because he has already a rapport with Rodgers that he'll actually be more involved? In more the, about the, I mean, he was more. It was touchdown dependent. More. But you think he'd be more involved in the offense? See, here's the problem with that, and I, I know, I know I that that's the tight end. I know that that's been the argument is that oh well, he's going to earn more targets, etc. And maybe that happens. But here's the issue. Devontae Adams had 149 targets last year in 14 games. So he's getting 10, almost 11 targets a game. All right. The next closest player was MVS and Aaron Jones, each with 63 targets. That's like, besides Devontae Adams, the targets just don't get funneled to anybody else. And the MVS ones were all bombs. Right, I mean, he caught thirty-three of those, so right. it's like, so they were all long balls. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he averaged he averaged almost twenty-one yards a carry. That I mean, twenty-one <laughs> yards a catch. That's how yeah. far down the field they were. I mean, <laughs> they were all like 60, 70 yard yeah. catches. So, 
So how where where does Tanya do? What part of the offense do they kick out that Tanya and all of a sudden explodes for a whole bunch? Because they brought back Lazard, they got MVS, uh, Aaron Jones is back. They added uh, Amari Rogers, which I know that's not like a big deal, but I mean, where do the targets come from? You picking you know? up Amari Rogers in the fishbowl if he's sitting out there right now? Yeah, sure. Why not? He was picked. Twenty-two. He was, he was dropped for someone else. Oh yeah, yeah I'd pick him up. Yeah. It's 22 man rosters, and you're talking about stashing him for week seven, eight. Maybe he pans out. And- I'm going to pick him up and drop Malcolm Brown. I wouldn't do that. You like Malcolm Brown over Amari Rogers? Well, I think the upside of if Gaskin goes down, then you have a, a solid RB2, you know? I think Salvin Ahmed is the RB2. No? I don't. I, I think that I think that Ahmed would be involved, but I think that Brown would be the 60 40 split. He'd, right. he'd be the, yeah. the 60 side. They so. gave him a nice contract, too. I right. mean, yeah. as a, you know, you I, ha- I had him right. on my team. Yeah. He was um, a very efficient. I don't think any of the guys. But he just got injured. You know, he, he, everyone was like, oh, my God, Salvin Ahmed. Because yeah. I do not trust Miles Gaskin one bit. Okay, so Ahmed, over uh, a course of three games, 21 carries, 12 carries, 23 carries. He had a uh, 23 for 122 with a touchdown game. Yeah. And that's a big game right there. You know, he just got and he just like busted his wrist, and it was like, oh, yeah. fuck, yeah. you know, right away. Dang right. it! Right when he right when he went off, I guess it was kind of the same way, really. You know, he emerged last year, and then he was money, and then disappeared. And but he, you know, he looks good, but he's just, um, I don't think his body can can withstand. I think all three guys <laughs> are fine running backs. Then none of them are studs, but none of them are are trash either. Yeah. You know. So you give you put them in a role where they get carries, and I think yeah. you can score points. You know that they're all going to be injured at some point in the season, so you right. just plug you plug the guy in. That's not see. Here's the right difference. Now. This is why I wouldn't drop Malcolm Brown because yeah. you know you'll know when you need to start him. Like just if, you get the if you get the opportunity to start him, you'll know it because it'll be because Gaskin is out. You know, yeah. whereas Amari Rogers, kind of one of those. If I start him, do I get three points or do I get thirteen? You know, like you just don't. Yeah. So for me, I mean, I might find somebody else on my roster to drop for Amari Rodgers. I don't know who else there. You know, a kicker. I, I know you got a couple of them. <laughs> um, I do. Well, I tra- I dropped Myers for somebody. I had Myers yeah. and Blankenship. Right, right, right. And- See, to me, to me, in Scott Fishbowl, I didn't draft a kicker because I knew I could just go get one. I hear if you. I need some points, I can just go get a kicker. So I feel I feel like people were were overvaluing them simply because you know they're getting points, but it's like. Okay, well, you can get the guy that's getting 10 points, and I'll go get the one that's getting nine points off the waiver wire, that kind of thing. And it was so long ago, too. Yeah, kickers, I mean, God, I I wish that I was okay with – I wish that I was down with the – that I knew more. Maybe I just don't know enough about kickers. This is why. Right, right, right. But Well, uh, you know, you you can always follow Lindellians and uh, Monday Mommy. Yeah, and go. follow and just take their suggestions. And Larry, I had another regression candidate. It's actually a combo. It's a combo regression candidate. Nice. It is Kirk Cousins and Adam Thielen together. Ooh. This is a uh, Kirk Cousins who threw for thirty-five touchdowns last year, career high on not a ton of not a ton of throws. And then you have also Adam Thielen who had seventy-four catches for nine hundred twenty-five yards and fourteen of those touchdowns. Something is not adding up there. You know, seventy-four catches, nine hundred something yards, and fourteen touchdowns. The the more reasonable number is probably. 74 for 907 or eight touchdowns max. 
and touchdowns. It's just a lot of touchdowns is what it is. So that's that I think that is one of those where you can you can expect Cousins to come back to earth with 28 or 30 touchdowns because that's what he does, which is a perfectly fine number. You know, yep. get yourself 28 or 30 touchdowns and 14, 15 interceptions, kind of balance it out. But I don't know what Thielen's going to do. Like, does he bounce back and go over 1,000 yards, or is he at that age cliff? So, and it, it's, it hurts me to say it because I took Thielen as my wide receiver, too, in that standard league that I was talking about. Wow. Earlier. I don't uh, know. Career average. He's just a square to me. I don't want cousins. And he's a yeah, I'll take cousins. dumb fucking mask bullshit offends me. It's it's COVID yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand, bothers yeah. me. Fuck him. Fuck well, him. you know, there's a lot of people out there in the NFL that have researched and they know better. So right. I think well, I have to kind of almost overlook that, except for the fact that if he is a close contact, you know, he might miss a game. He's done whereas yet. close he contact. Yeah, maybe that's why he's sitting out on the waiver wire right now in that one league. Yeah. Vaccinated, I do find that interesting. This is something I'll touch on real quick. Vaccinated close contacts only have to pass a couple tests and then come back. Sure. Non-vaxxed, I think it's five days. That's so amazing. if you get, if you go, if you test, if someone that you were close to tests positive on a Wednesday, you're out, you know, if you're not vaxxed. So that's something right. to take into consideration is that not everybody is standing on equal footing with that, with that ruling. It could weigh into some things. I still like Kirk Cousins. Man, if I can have him as my QB two, and I do have a valid QB three, you know, like a yeah, uh, you Ryan have to worry. You have to take that into account when you have cousins. You're like, oh, he, there might there's a chance he might another no. close contact. Boom, that's it for him. So, but in a super flex league, if I, if he's my QB two, and I have a legit, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ben Roethlisberger, whatever, as my QB three, I'm right. comfortable with that. Yeah. Well, Larry, do you have any regression candidates? Um, well, it's, uh, I do have a regression candidate. It's Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. That's an easy, that's a, that's I, a textbook. Is that a chalky with too chalky? No. Cause I think there's a lot of people expecting the same thing out of him. Yeah. I like it in that it's an easy answer because it's so obvious, even though people are ignoring it. Uh, somebody texted me uh, today looking for some fantasy advice and I'll, I'll talk to you. I'll, I'll mention it right now. This is yeah, um, let's hear what they asked. This is this guy's not on Twitter. I keep telling my buddies that I have two buddies that are really into fantasy football. Yeah, but aren't on Twitter. I'm like, dude, you're missing so much information. Right, exactly. He could have he could have asked Twitter and and got a hundred responses, but instead he asked me. So he right. goes, "Work this offer last night. What do you think?" And this is like, uh, it's a two QB league, not a super flex, a two QB. I don't know if that makes a difference. Uh, somewhat. Yeah. So because you have to start to, you know, you don't get so, to right. start somebody else on a buy. Yeah, sure. So 12 team league. I'm sure it's a standard or whatever. Two QB. Uh, the, the offer that he worked last night was James Robinson, Trevor Lawrence, or Aaron Rodgers. <sighs> My response was if Rodgers picks up where he left off last year, it's a great move, but it's hard to. And it's hard to make out the Jags until you see them in action. But J-Rob's the man. You can't put, replace his production. And then I wanted more. I was like, is T-Law your only QB? He's got Jameis Carr and Mac Jones. And I, then I, I advised him to hold J-Rob. I'm like, Rodgers is great, but regression is expected. The chances he repeats that type of season historically are very low. Yeah, let me give you a statistic on this. Okay, yeah. so he threw 526 times last last year. His career touchdown percentage is 6.3, which is exceptional. That's really high. Yeah. 
you know the the league averages like he's always been a low interception guy always yeah yeah but it, but he's been a very high touchdown guy mm-hmm. it, last year it was 9.1 percent if you take his career average of 6.3 percent he throws on 526 attempts 33 touchdowns that is a difference of 15 touchdowns he's not going to throw interceptions he just he's risk averse in that way um, but if he throws 33 touchdowns instead of 48, you're talking about a massive difference. So if he throws for 15 less touchdowns instead of a 24 point a game guy, he's now a 21 point a game, a little, little less than 21 points a game, which is the Tom Brady, Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill's of the world. Right. Just I don't know what the advantage to that is. If he regresses back to his career average, and keep in mind. He's not a spring chicken, you know. He's he's going to be 38 in December. And I don't yeah. know if you remember how it was getting, as you approached 38, 39, 40, but it ain't the same. I was in good shape when I was 30, 38. I was in good shape. I was in real good shape at 38. Everything went downhill at 45. 45, everything was just like a fucking... Yeah. It was just like driving a car into a wall with your head out the window. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Well, I can tell you right now just from like my 38 year old marathon self to now well there you go feel, marathons you know like a year and a half later from qualifying to boston there's no way that i could run what i did then not without really focusing uh, you know i posed the question to you after my run today yes and it was uh you know something that i don't think that we've talked about but we'll definitely be talked about next week mm. uh or across the industry will Ooh. you know and it's who are we going to overreact to because there's no reaction, there's no overreaction like week one overreaction. Yes. Where something happens on the field, something happens with playing time, et cetera, and someone is, is you know, the MVP. And on the other hand, someone is dead to the world. So, so my question was who is the position or who's the player at each position that the community is going to be jumping all over? Like, we've got guys that are, Okay, whatever. But next week, who are we gonna be like? They're back. They're in. I want oh, that guy, etc. I'm a great guy. Let's hear. Ready for this one? Yeah. Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell at wide receiver. Why not? I could see everyone going nuts all over the waiver wires for this guy. He has like a two touchdown, like ninety yard, ninety yard game. You know, he just you know whatever. Why not? If he's gonna be starting opposite Michael Pittman, uh, who knows? You know, I know he's – everyone's always had high hopes for him. He's always been hurt. He's never even – we played like one game last year and went out for the season. I don't know. It's just a – he's always been crap. Right, yeah, but but yeah. as far – I mean, this is a hot sauce pot. You want to get hot? Spicy. Spicy sizzling. I feel like Paris Campbell is a guy, man. You could just like – I could see him just going berserk and everyone being like, oh, Paris Campbell, Paris Campbell, Paris Campbell. They kind of did that last year before, like he ended up getting hurt. He had yeah. like a what I can't recall exactly, but it was yeah. a couple games or three games where he was getting targets and yeah. he was involved. And then, of course, he got hurt. I feel like this is the, the second of coming of Paris Campbell. Why not roll the dice? I like it. You know, I can dig that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so while we're at wide receiver, I've got one for you. Let's do it. It's really mostly like it, people are down on him because of his quarterback right now. He had a resurgence last year. And then uh, he's got quarterback issues this year, and that's Brandon Cooks. They play the Jags. It's going to yep. be one of those, you know, dumpster fire, no defense games. I think that the Jags will put up points. I think that Houston will have to try and keep up. There's no one else there. I think Brandon Cooks can go for seven for 
85 or or break off a big play and a touchdown and all of a sudden he's another he's the guy that everybody's like man I just underinvested in him yeah. in this offseason cuz I was so cuz people were so caught up now does that hold up for the whole season mm, maybe not maybe not right but after week 1 I think he's a guy that could be sold I got That's another. I got another great one, and and All this right. isn't this isn't advice. All this right, what position? This is, is just this is this is wide receiver. This isn't advice or anything. This is just to answer your question: Who is everyone going to be running for on the waiver wire? To Marcus Robinson. Really, Chiefs, Browns. It's going to be. I feel like it's going to be a shootout, and you know, Robinson, Demarcus Robinson is going to grab. Two random uh, end zone, <laughs> you know, ten yard end zone. No, no, he ain't catching ten yard passes, Larry. No, he's, he's gonna catch one of those 40. slants or whatever. I don't know, man. I could see him doing like a okay. just a wonky two touchdown game, and everyone's gonna be like, yeah, I think Marcus Robinson. Yeah, I think redraft guys are gonna be going nuts for him because Nicole Harmon's not gonna step up. The reason I'm saying all this is because there's no wide receiver too. I think what you're gonna have to see, and for the casual fan. If he puts up a game with like three for seventy-five and two touchdowns, that'd yeah. be huge. But for the the invested dynasty player, they're going to go, well, he got four targets and caught three of them, and, yeah. and it's just not worth it. Demarcus Robinson yeah. does that twice a year. I listed one for each position. Okay, and you're going to like my quarterback. You're going to like mm-hmm. it a lot. Mm-hmm. Let me hear it. I think I might know, but go ahead. I'll tell you if I'm if I was what I was thinking. Well, you know, you disowned him. You pulled him off your wall. And you you sent him to the trash can. <laughs> but I'll take Sam Darnold as a little bit of a resurgence after week one. Fuck yeah, dude. I think yeah. I think that with that matchup against the Jets. How about you know, the dumpster fire secondary we, of the Jets? Yeah, we already talked about how the Jets defense is gonna be bad. Yep. The the Panthers defense could be okay, but I still think there's gonna be points on the board. I like Sam Darnold not to put up a you know three hundred and three touchdown game. But I could see him going 225, 250 in a couple. Dude. And people are gonna nut over that. They're gonna they're gonna lose it on their computer screens, on their TVs, on their phones, watching it. I'm betting anything. I'm putting every I'm playing every prop bet. And I don't usually get into the prop stuff until later in the season, but sure. I just love Darnold in this matchup against the Jets. What are the do you have, they have no you, secondary at all? So we both like Sam Darnold in week one. Uh, it should be interesting to see what that happens with the revenge factor, et cetera. Uh, but I, I got a couple other guys at other positions and running back and tight end. And I'll kind of make these quick so we can keep moving. Uh, at running back, I got Philip Lindsay. Yes. I think he's been left for dead. I think he's going to lead the Texans in uh, snaps and touches out of the backfield. Um, I think they'll they'll probably even get him involved in the pass game a little bit, even with David Johnson on the field. They got David Johnson buried now. I, I don't know what happened. Yeah, like, did he sleep with the coach's uh, wife and he's being disciplined? Because I don't know how he went from RB one to presumed RB three right now. Slept with the coach's wife, huh? He might have, man. I don't know. <laughs> you going not with confirmed. <laughs> not confirmed. Allegedly, allegedly <laughs> slept with the coach's wife. Thanks. Yeah, What's, uh, you know, is she hot or <laughs> no? Shit, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, terrible, then, idea. Yeah. terrible, terrible idea. Regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then uh, my tight end, Mike Gesicki. I think mm-hmm. he picks right back up from what he did at the last, you know, the second half of the season last year. 
Mm-hmm. I've got him finishing as a top six tight end this year. Yeah, that's right. I'm high on Gasecki, and I think that right. week one just kicks it right off. Tua loves him. I mean, Tua just – I mean, he feeds him the ball. <laughs> Tyson Williams, Tony Jones, Jared Patterson, Wayne Gallman, Michael okay. Carter. Where you got I will him? go Tony Jones because, again, I like the role on the, on the Saints offense. Love it. And then I think I go Wayne Gallman and then plug the other two. Tyson Williams. Wow. And then Michael Carter, then Jarrett Patterson. Wow. That's fantastic. That's how I rank it. The Gallman train, baby. Yeah. You know, I've been I've been the conductor of this damn train. I've been the engineer. I'm not even checking tickets. I'm driving the damn train. All right. So, so. I don't know. Should we just get into like let's wrap it up, man? We had to get running late. Predictions, man. Twenty twenty one. Let's do it. Predictions. Okay. QB one, and this is you know everyone. You know, there's chalky well, answers. There's whatever. Well, I, I'm in. Start a, this off. My QB one for 2021. Yep. We've talked about it all season. Really, we said That's what rough. if? No, we've said what if? <laughs> what if Justin Herbert has another Justin Herbert season? Uh huh. Would that make him the QB one over? Are Pat you Mahomes? talking about? Are you okay? Time out. Oh, are we cool. talking about? Fuck yeah, we're talking about dynasty scoring, or are we talking about dynasty and who will be the QB one, etc.? I think the QB one when the season's over. Uh, okay. who, who score scoring scoring after this scoring. year? I okay, guess it applies so to every league. Scoring. 2021 scoring. Okay, that's yeah, that's so what I answered for. It applies to every league. Sure. It applies to every league. Any okay. type of dynasty redraft, whatever. Yeah, best yeah. ball. Who knows. I feel like Justin Herbert has a Justin Herbert season. Everyone's like, Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes. Justin Herbert, he has another Justin Herbert season. He's the 101. I don't think that I can take Herbert. Uh, uh, See, we're talking about scoring, though, Larry. I'm talking about not drafting right now. I'm talking about when the season's over, Who is when it's all said and done, who has the the most amount of points? points? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that I don't know that Herbert has a ceiling to get to the 101 or to the to the number one QB number one. I don't know that he has that ceiling because the Eckler gets hurt. Well, it, because of the QB, I mean, because of the rushing floor, it, it's not as high as others. You know, he doesn't have that 600 yard rushing floor, so he'd have to throw for 5,000 yards and 42 touchdowns, etc. Well, I mean, and does he, have, he has the same rushing floor as Mahomes. Yeah, but he, I don't know that he has the same arm talent as Mahomes. And I like Herbert. You know, you know, I like Herbert. Well, that's my QB one. Yeah. Well, who's I'll your QB you. one? Tough guy. It's Kyler Murray. <laughs> that was shocker. I know. <laughs> Big shocker shocked. there. Yep. You, you know, I've been beating that that Kyler Murray drum for a couple years now. Look, you got a guy who's going to give you seven, eight hundred yards rushing probably. And they gave him another weapon in Rondell Moore. So now he's got Hopkins, Rondell Moore. He's still got Christian Kirk out there. I mean, uh, I I think he can throw for 4,300 yards, give him 30, 31 touchdowns with all the rushing yards. QB1. QB1. So let's go move on to RB, baby. Who you got? Who's your RB1? I I, got to go chalk on this one. I got to go Christian McCaffrey. I'm assuming health for everybody. I'm assuming health for everybody, and, and given the health, he's like four points better than anybody else on a per-game basis over the last three years. It's okay. stupid. Not last but year. Last no. year, 
Last year, it was, you know, oh, his per game, it was like 34 points a game in PPR. Okay, well, that's not sustainable. You know, even, you know, I think the second guy was 25 or something like that, Dalvin Cook. Yeah. That's not sustainable. Oh, wait, but in 2019, he was the 35 point a game guy in PPR. Yes. Like, he can regress and he can catch 80 balls instead of 105. He can have, you know, 1,900 total yards instead of 2,300 total yards. He can have 16 touchdowns instead of 19 or 20 touchdowns and still be the RB1. Yeah. So, uh, after this season, my RB1 will be Alvin Kamara. And I think that's a no-brainer. Really? You know why? Because this is Alvin Kamara's team right now. Yeah, that's fair. There's nobody else's team, the New Orleans Saints, which are uh, is a famous scoring team, offensive scoring team, just has Jameis Winston now. Jameis yep. is going to need support. You know, we're not going to put the the weight of the world on Jameis's shoulders because we know what happens when he, when that happens. You know, he throws picks all over the place. He yeah. sprays the field with inter, with interceptions. So they're going to lean lean on uh, Alvin Kamara, and he is, I think, going to eat up all those yards. Tony Jones is great, and he's going to play a role too. And I feel like he's going to have a significant role. But when it's all said and done, your RB one at the end of the season is going to be Alvin Kamara. Okay, no, then. no doubt about it. I, I mean, I think it's a. I think both of our answers are kind of chalk. Mm-hmm. You know, we they're easy guys. Right. To pick. I wanted to go Najee. I feel like that'd be fun. I thought about that just to yeah. not be such a chalky answer. But I feel like I, I wanted to be legit on my RB one. Guess. Right, right, right. These don't have to be hot takes. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Like we're not doing hot takes. We're doing what we actually right. believe. I'd like to. Happen. I'd like to at the end of the season, you know, reverse, revert back to this episode and say, "Well, man, I nailed that one. Awesome. Yeah, That's how sure. cool I am." <laughs> okay. So, who's your wide receiver? The wide receiver one in twenty twenty one, according to Larry Monkey, is. <laughs> I feel like the wide receiver one is going to be Calvin Ridley. Wow. Why not? He has a uh, he already has a rapport with his with his quarterback, so there's no learning curve there. He's now the yeah. guy. They have Pitts, who's who's everyone's going to be uh, giving a shit about because he's just because of the fanfare alone and the hype. And he's proven to be, and as long as he stays healthy, and this is uh, obviously everything is as long as they stay healthy. Has an, uh, yep. Asterisk we're, to we're it, but yeah, man, I think uh, Calvin Ridley is on a trajectory. Where he he's he's moved into that Julio Jones role. I mean, he's already proven yeah. that he can be in that that position. He's proven, sure. and he's For just sure. taking uh he's taking the, the next step. Everyone, you know, if you want to stay Metcalf or something. I mean, we're not talking about who your first round pick in a startup is going to be. We're talking about who's going to be the wide receiver one when it's all said and done at the end of the season. I don't see why it can't be Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is the guy that I have zero shares of, and it, I, oh. I I regret the most. Like, I just wish I had some Calvin Ridley because, you know, as a Falcons fan and as someone who believes that Calvin Ridley is going to be great this year, hmm. it is super disappointing not to be able to, to to root for him on any of my teams. How do you not have any Calvin Ridley? Well, that doesn't I, make I any sense to me. I don't reach for people in, in uh, redraft. It's like a Justin Jefferson and, syndrome, right? Yeah, I just – and then I, I traded my only two shares of him away, so hmm. – in deals just to make moves, you know, got to, got to keep on churning, upgrading the roster. So yep, it is disappointing. 
Wow. But I I went even more chalk than you at wide receiver. I just I, I went to Devontae Adams. I yes. think I think he's going to get – he's a touchdown scorer. He has been his entire career. Like The dude just – he has a nose for the end zone. It's like a magnet in there. Well, you want to be right. You want to be right. Who do you got for T.E., baby? T.E. Well, anyone that has uh, read my Twitter thread about Travis Kelsey, they all know that I am not the Travis Kelsey truther. <laughs> I am not going to keep on putting him there. I have a fucking Dude. crayon in my hand. I have no idea where this crayon came from, but I've been playing. I've been playing with it for thirty minutes. Anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Larry has got uh, children's toys in his uh, recording studio down there. Random fucking crayon. <laughs> this is how he makes his notes during the podcast, y'all. He's got a red here. crayon, yeah. and that's how he makes his notes. That's a. Uh, it's no wonder he can't read some of it later. Well, magenta. Was magenta. The, uh, excuse me. Excuse me. He couldn't go with basic ass red either. He had to be all extra with magenta. Uh, so I am not taking Kelsey. I feel like there is an age cliff approaching. I am going to take my boy Darren Waller, who I think still gets the volume. Why can't he be a wide uh, tight end one? Why can't I mean, hell? He's been tight end two and tight end three the last two seasons. So yep. why not? Why not? It's right up there. Well, one of the one of the next guys that you would draft normally, but T.J. Hawkinson, baby. We've we've talked about it. Detroit has no one to throw to. He's he, he's that's that's the only uh, yeah, my gosh. the only person to throw to on. The- I got one more trade for you, and then we can kind of yes. wrap this up. We'll wrap it up. All right, I won't say the side yet. Julio or a twenty-two second and a twenty-two third. No brainer. Julio, yeah. no brainer. I thought so too. Adds a starter to my team. I got Julio. He will not have the target volume that he had in Atlanta. But I think he can be more efficient. Um, we didn't talk about it earlier, but I'll say it. Well, one guy I think is, I think we're going to see Fitz tragic this year, not Fitz magic. Oh, oh. Well, everyone's you know, all everyone's note, riding the Fitz magic carpet. Not me. Well, on that note, I mean, that's going to be a tweet of mine. Like as soon as I'm done here, wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's the deal, baby. Ready to turn it? Ready to wrap it up? Yeah, I'm ready to wrap it up. So I can. So we can sit here for 30 minutes afterward and I can talk shit to you about our league. Oh, fuck your mama! Let's do this, baby! Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast! One, two, three, four!